This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello, listeners. You got Aaron and Stanger here starting the episode off with a little bit of a word about a great sponsor we have for today's show called Magic Spoon. Hell yeah, it's the new year and Magic Spoon is freaking perfect for meeting your new goals. Whether it's like, I guess, eating healthier or saving time in your morning routine, that's where Magic Spoon comes in, babies. Here's a delightful thing to share with you guys. Um, You know, we have a lot of different uh, folks sponsoring the show, a lot of great sponsors. But in preparation for this ad... Aaron unprompted says to me, you know what? We're going to have to re-up our subscription to Magic Spoon because we've been going through a lot of it these days. It's very convenient for us right now. We're using it to meet our protein needs. Yeah, for real. It's been um, a quick and easy solution to a chaotic life, (laughs) to say the least. Yeah, so if you got stuff going on, even if you're not uh, surrounded by chaos... You know, sometimes you can you can fall victim to making bad choices because it's just what you have available to you, right? Cereal is very convenient and quick and easy as a meal. Yep. Um, so why not just stock your pantry and your cupboards with a healthy option like Magic Spoon? Yeah. That, sol- that solves it right there. Boom. Now you have like 30 seconds to make a meal to go really quick. Use Magic Spoon. You're off to the races. I have truly loved mixing the flavors up together too. And I like, I've been doing fruity and frosted together and I am loving that. So it's fun. It's, they got it. They got it all. There's like zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein and only four net grams of carbs in each serving, which is awesome. Yeah, we're only looking at 140 calories a serving, so we're talking about some major nutrition packed into just 140 calories a serving. It's also keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. Yeah, you can build your own box. They have custom bundles, cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream, maple, and waffle. I got to try some of those maple and maple waffle ones. You absolutely do. You absolutely do. I also recommend people mix blueberry and cinnamon. You mm. get like a, a interesting pie or a crumble situation. Ooh, nice. Uh, why not? Why the hell not? It's 2022, guys. Why not have delicious and healthy cereal? Aaron and I are subscribers. We get our bundles, our custom bundles delivered to us regularly. We challenge ourselves to be little artists with how we, how we arrange these different varietal flavors. Um, so, you know, show us your artistry. What are you mixing and matching? We want to hear about it. So go to magicspoon.com slash dumbbells to grab a custom bundle of cereal and start your new year off right. And be sure to use our promo code dumbbells at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. So remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash dumbbells and use the code dumbbells to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Let's start the show. This is Aaron McGowan, certified personal trainer and new Handmaid's Tale watcher. 
This is Ryan Stanger, also certified personal trainer and country bumpkin. And you're listening to The Dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast. Where we are committed to bringing you inspiration, motivation, and information. Hey, Dumbbells, let's get dumb. Woo! My dog is in front of me chewing on an entire container of lotion. <laughs> like it's a bone. And so that's where I'm coming from today, you guys. Hello. Do you need, do you need to handle that or do you need to... I don't know. I kind of want to see what happens, I guess. It's casual right now, so we'll see. Dogs love lotion. <laughs> they love it. Well, he has a bone like five inches from this container and he's choosing this so well okay. they like stuff they're not supposed to chew for sure but also my dog like if i'm putting any kind of lotion on she jump she's like it's like a treat for her like i can hear her scramble from other places <laughs> in the house to, <laughs> to get to get, to you, to get involved yeah. in this lotion situation yeah so, well yeah. hey you know, know hey here we are uh, well, we don't want to go too much further. Today, we have an amazing guest with us that we have asked, and they have uh, politely joined us to do a workout and then talk about it. Today, we have, <laughs> I just wrote it down and then flipped my paper over. We have songwriter and music producer, Ashley Levy. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, thank baby. you. Thank yes. you. My fellow fit goddess. I love it. Yes. Thank you. Hello. Um, I know Ashley from through um, comedy. We both have husbands or soon to be uh, mm -hmm. that do stand up together or, you know, they used to run a show together before, you know, the the coronavirus times. And so I got to know Ashley through that. And then now we go to the same gym, different hours, the same gym. Different. I can't do that early AM, girl. I can't do it. I know. <laughs> I don't know how I, you listen, do that. <laughs> I got to sh shock my body. That's the only way I can do it. <laughs> I, I would throw up. I've tried to work out that early and I lit, my body is just like, you can't do this. Like, we're not cooperating. <laughs> like, yeah, this isn't your time. That's okay. No. It wasn't. What? I worked my way up slowly. So it, it wasn't an immediate thing. Aaron, what time is that? What, what's your? Just seven. Seven and Ashley, yeah. what do you? What's your just pref, seven? Pref? She said just seven. <laughs> well, I some like, people are there at five fifty a.m. We we're not talking about those people. <laughs> like, those people have a mental problem. <laughs> it, it's. I, I wish I could be in the four a.m. club. Like, there's a part of me that like really deeply wishes that, but I'm in the nine twenty club or ten thirty. That's just when I feel like I, I can move. My body connected with my brain, and I'm good by nine twenty. Yeah. You know, yeah. 920, not mm -hmm. nine. Got to get that extra 20. Yes. Well, at our gym, at yeah. our gym, it's set up where the five starts at 550. Then the seven starts at seven proper. And then eight is 810, nine is 920. So that you have a little bit of time in between the yeah, um, some classes, you know, some come transition. Yeah. A little yeah, transition exactly. period. So yeah, yeah the 920 that. is, but the 920, you don't get out of there until freaking 10. 10, 15. That's crazy to me. I That's a longer it. one. No, it just is like, it just feels like the whole day is gone, you know? Oh, okay. It kind of yeah, eats up all. your morning a little bit. It does. But then on the way home, I run some errands and like by, by one o'clock, my creative brain is ready to go. So for my personal timing, it actually works out really well. 
Yeah, you're yeah. getting you're getting all writing music and shit. So it's you know you gotta you're on the schedule of the universe. You know, that, that's right. Chasing your muse and inspiration. You gotta <laughs> the schedule yeah. of the universe. That's so good. Yes, yeah, very you can't that. be fucking around with seven a.m. You gotta fucking write music, make magic happen. Yeah. Uh, well, cool. So Ashley, the, so we want to talk to you, and we want to. Um, catch up on all things Ashley and your and your fitness and and what's and what you like and what your philosophies are and all that good stuff. We should say that um the the the, the big thrust of this episode is that we all took a look at uh this workout by uh John Wicks um who's also known as the uh the body coach and mm-hmm. he has a very successful online presence uh, on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube called the body coach TV. Uh, the workout that we're going to talk about is his first workout of 2022. And essentially what it is, is 20 moves in 20 minutes. And it's broken down where he does 35 seconds of work and 25 seconds of rest. Um, and it's busted up over 20 minutes, all these different movements. He kind of talks you through as he's doing it. We'll, we'll talk more about him and that workout later, but I just want people are, tuning in to, to hear us talk about that. So I'm just teasing that. Um, I just got to say really quick, it is hilarious to me that the guy's name is John Wicks. Uh, like after those movies came out, or pop, it would be like if you're like <laughs> you were born in like 1974 and your name was John Rambo's. And then like all of a sudden Rambo came out and you're like, holy shit, John Rambo's. But anyway, we can, uh, I hadn't thought of, I didn't realize his last name was Wicks and that makes it. I, now I want to do the workout again. You know, it does. It does help things. So, but Ashley, so, so talk to us, what are, what are you doing for workouts right now? What have you done in the past? What do you like? Um, yeah, tell us about you in the gym. Oh boy, what a relationship. Um, well, it didn't come naturally, which is interesting because my dad is actually, he wouldn't say this, but I'm telling you, he was like a low key, only for himself, like power lifter. He wasn't trying to be competitive or anything like that, but he went to the Bev Francis gym in Long Island, um, in Syosset. And that's where like all these like big physique competitors go to and, you know, all the power lifters in Long Island, even some people like tri-state area, they all like make, they, they have to do their pilgrimage to the, to the Bev Francis gym. So I actually, At, is that up, where you're from? That I'm from Long, Long Island. Island. Yes. Oh, yes. wow. And so it really was strong Island for your dad. Very strong Island. Yes. Very much that. So I grew up like he would bring me to the gym sometimes, like if you needed to pick something up from his locker or whatever, but I grew up seeing like these big behemoth and just yeah. like killing it, like doing their like bench presses and stuff. So the idea of lifting weights was never um, intimidating to me, like it is for most women, right? So yeah. um, when I started growing up and it turned out I had a bigger body than most and, um, you know, carried weight in certain places, like more than others, I realized I was like, I need to like start working out. I don't know how to do that. So I did spin classes, hated it. I did the Weight Watchers and all this, hated it, hated it. It took me like, I think I was like 24 years old. And I'm like, I just got to go do this like powerlifting stuff. And I tried it and I was like, wow, this makes me feel great. But then I had a boyfriend who was into CrossFit 
And he's like, you got to come to the CrossFit gym with me. And I'm like, is there lifting involved? He's like, yes. So I went and that like really deeply resonated with me. And I was like very heavy at this point. Okay. So through the whole CrossFit experience, it was a, a period of three years. I did competitions and everything. I ended up losing like 130 pounds. Holy um, shit. Wow. Yeah. It was, it was a total transformation, but I always gravitated towards the powerlifting. And even at my CrossFit gym, they had like Sunday strongman classes and stuff like that. So I, I paid attention to like what my body liked and what uh, uh, my brain liked because if my brain doesn't like it, my body doesn't want to do it. Right. So yeah. like, so that's kind of like where I was. And also my, my genetics. So I saw that in a very basic level in a very basic way, like my father, like the things that worked for my father would probably work for me. So I decided yeah. to stick with those things, um, which led me then to Olympic lifting after the CrossFit. I was like, you know what? That's my favorite part about CrossFit anyway. Let me just do that. So when I moved to LA eight years ago, I trained with uh, Bob Takano in Woodland Hills for about a year and a half. And uh, we did all Olympic weightlifting. Like that's it. I would go to the gym and practice like five little movements that would kick my ass. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, and that was it for like a year and a half. And then- uh, What was your favorite Olympic lift to do? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, the clean and jerk is like the best. Yeah. The snatches is, that was my weakest one because I have like balance issues due to like some ankle problems from being heavy, honestly. And um, I, the snatch is just so dependent on like the ankle stability and like having that, that line happen between your, your, just the whole, it only, I can't even like explain it to you. It's all like physics. No, I don't even understand. <laughs> I'm totally yeah. with you. If for people that don't know about Olympic weightlifting, I'm sure everybody's seen it. Uh, but the learning, the technique of it is fucking wild. I, I would, I would compare it almost to like nailing a golf swing or something to where yes. there's so much that goes into it and to do it right is incredibly challenging. And it gets it gets bastardized a lot to use, you know, probably the wrong word for it, but in the sense that like people will put pieces of it into different bigger workouts and you're really not, do you're doing some version of that, but it's not the actual lifts. So to take like a clean from the floor or like a snatch from the floor, it's, it's incredibly challenging and it takes an unbelievable amount of technique and training and flexibility in, in ways that you couldn't imagine. And so to do this stuff right is really hard. And I would say the snatch is like damn near impossible to do. And you're so vulnerable doing it. I mean, even if you, even if you have the technique from the floor, like getting it over your head and having like the shoulder range of motion and stability to like hold it over your head and then, and then, you know, squat into it and then squat out of it is just like, it's, it's incredible. Like to see people do, we watch the Olympics and you see people doing it. It's, 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 it's stunning. And it's crazy. Cause like, when you look at the, like, you can't tell, like the, the average person can't tell how much weight is on that bar. Right. But if you no. like know what those weights are and you see like these little tiny people lifting so yeah. much weight over their head, like one thing my dad always said to me, like, is if you're going to be big, you better be strong. And like that always stuck with me. Cause it's oh, that's like, cool. Yeah, if you're going to be big, you better be strong. Because how embarrassing is that? You're like big and you like can't. <laughs> you, you, it's embarrassing. I love yeah. that. Like, I love dad pep talks. They're always like good and like, this is, don't this dig is, into it too far. Or you'll this get is right. Yeah. Very Long Island. <laughs> dad dad. Hey, yeah. if you're going to be big, you better be strong. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's very that. Yeah. 
very that. But yes, that's exact. Thank you for explaining that. But it's all physics. So if if your balance isn't right, because that for me was a big thing. Like I had bad ankles. The Olympic really, the Olympic lifting really helped me get the ankle stability I needed, and I'm still working on it. Lord knows, but it certainly got me to a place where I'm able to now be at the gym that Aaron is at and like be able to keep up. So yeah, I can't yeah, recommend it enough. It's a lot of fun. The um is um the the bear complex i just talked about this um uh, oh, i love I that think, thing uh, on la- last week's episode about how awful i am at it just like out the gate like for the most part i can kind of like do okay at most things now <laughs> but that bear complex i'm like a like i am the opposite of good it is like very bad it, it's very beginner but it's like it's such a complex move and then just to do the clean from the floor and then s- sit down into it in a front squat and have your your elbows high enough. My elbows never want to be high enough for it to be like proper form. Mm -hmm. And my feet are moving everywhere. They don't know where to stay. (laughs) They can't. And so my, my stance starts narrow and then it goes wide. And I'm like, is that okay? I don't know. But I, my question for you about like, kind of like having such a focus on the Olympic lifts and then to come into a gym like go tribe, that's like, that has like sort of a lift emphasis if that's the route you want to go. But there isn't that, um, like they don't have time for technique really like to kind of, and so you get like, you know, a coach will look at you and kind of come over and be like, try this or, you know, elbows a little higher, but there's not like that, like sort of specific technique training. Do you feel like that that is, um, or maybe this doesn't work because you have had such technique training, but do you feel like we're able to like sort of get good enough at the moves at that kind of gym? Or would you say going to like a focused Olympic lift gym to get that technique is a better route if that's what you're interested in? This is Did really that tough. Finally, come out. <laughs> D- yes. Does Does Cricket okay. listen to this? Does Cricket listen to this? I don't know. I don't know. I, I think well, she would love any you know feedback. Truthfully, but I'm thrilled that the Bear Complex is there and all these um, you know clean movements and everything. But it is really like, and I wouldn't have known this unless I went to Bob Takano. But it really is such a complex move. I think it's okay, like the Go Tribe way, as long as the weights aren't super super heavy. Because once you start yeah. going heavy, I mean, every little movement, count, every little, because it's about connecting the dots, right? It starts from the ground and how is it going to get to here and how is it going to get above your head? Um, and, and that's really, if you're lifting heavy, serious weight and you don't want to hurt yourself, that's where you need to like go to a specialized gym or ha- maybe it would benefit them to have a specialized class in Olympic lifting or yeah. Olympic movements. But certainly it it deserves a little more. And it's hard for me because like I'm in a class and I'm seeing a lot of people struggle with this movement. Like a lot of people that are even stronger than me and they could do, including yourself, like you could do pull-ups. I can't do pull-ups. You have a different kind of strength than me. But if you had the proper training and understood where the points of contact should be and just did it, because that's all I did in Bob Takano's gym was you just do it over and over and over like 15, 20 times. Then it becomes muscle memory. And then you're in the clear to go heavier. So right. I guess the the long answer to that question is like, it's fine if you keep it light, but not if you want to go heavy. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. that totally makes sense. I yeah. Mean, yeah. That's... You start doing like 
couple hundred kilos. You, you can't even do it unless you're doing it right, you know? Yeah, but you yeah, can't even I, think and, about and, it. And they're not having you do any, like, snatches or anything, right? It's all just clean type stuff. Yeah, no snatches yet, but I would love to see that in the repertoire. I mean, it, it, yeah. but again, that's like the hardest one, right? So it's the like, hardest one. selfishly, yeah. I would love to see it. Is but that like a bar, a barbell snatch all the way up? It's like yeah. you, you st- yeah, except you, you have to land in a squat and then overhead and then you got to oh, yeah. stand up. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. We're just doing overhead barbell squats right now. And I feel like it could build, but I don't know if that's where we're headed, but mm-hmm. Oh boy. Well, it's also very different than CrossFit, right? Like I love Go Try because they make it such a point to be like, okay, this is not CrossFit. And that's yeah, why yeah. I honestly left CrossFit because it became too competitive and crazy and you get to a certain level and people suggest you taking things that you don't want to take and it's like and yeah. and same thing with Olympic lifting. Once you get to a certain level, like there's kind of like this point where it's like, okay, well, if you really want to compete, like no, I just want to compete with myself and that's why I love where we go. Yeah. Yeah, I had a I had a little training in it uh, when I went to college. I played um, sports in college, and so they, and he does he does get paid to mention that once a episode. So <laughs> so he, he has he has to say that. Yeah, you know. yeah. So it's a good let's one. Just, let's just say I'm well paid because I mention it a lot. No, uh, <laughs> poor Ashley has to hear, you know, Stanger talk about his sports days. But uh, you're really in for a treat here, Ashley. This is exciting stuff. But uh, No, I love uh, it. My, my no. brother is a professional athlete, my younger brother, and he started in college. So there you go. Oh, wow. I what love sport hearing did he about play? this. He, basketball. Oh, shit. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's badass. Yeah. So I only played in college, but w- the where I went to school, the strength and conditioning coach there um, built like our kind of uh, our, our strength and conditioning program around Olympic lifting. And I had never really done it. I mean, I did, I did, I did squats. I was probably better than most in that I had a little bit of a squat practice in place, you know, I was training legs and stuff before mm-hmm. I went to college, but working with him and this program, like, and having to do Olympic, like we had to get the shoes and all that shit. And, you right. know, so much of it was them like videotaping us, trying to do the right clean, you know, and then, you know, talk, talking about the straight line and all this kind of shit. And mm-hmm. I remember thinking like, well, I just want to do bench, but, um, <laughs> but I'm glad we did it, you know, cause I, I, I learned a lot and actually like my flexibility improved, which was completely not existent before that. But, um, it, it does not- require so much flexibility that, yeah. and I'm not, I'm not even like, I'm just barely scratching the surface of this. And I'm like, Oh, I, I have, I have weaknesses in my flexibility for sure. I bet you dig it though, because you're, you know, you like lifting and you like going heavy and, and it, it speaks to all that stuff. And there's some, there's a lot of athleticism and technique, which makes it kind of fun to, to get into. But it's also like very meditative, right? Cause yeah, like yeah. In, in between like the practice, it's like you sit down, you write your number, you think about, okay, what can I do differently? Like mostly <laughs> people were doing a lot of sitting at the Olympic lifting gym because you, yeah. you have to, it's, it's fit. You have to think about the physics and the equation of your body and how it's going to lift this weight. So it's yeah. fun if you're into that. Wow. <laughs> I am absolutely not. And that is probably, <laughs> well, hey, I like I, I, I want to like it. I want to understand it. I think that's what it's like. I want to kind of like break this little, like not, I can't seem to crack. Like I can't seem to be good at some of these moves that I feel like I should be able to do. And that's the part that makes me like, Oh, I got to conquer this mountain. And, uh, 
Well, that's why I was saying golf earlier because yeah. it's it's not the best analogy because people don't like golf or they're bored by golf. But if you've played it in any capacity or can maybe wrap your head around like it's really hard to swing a golf club the right way. I don't even fucking like golf. I already, I'm already boring myself doing this fucking <laughs> golf thing, but I'll, I'm going to plow through because that's what we do. This is the type of show that we do. This is, so I'm going to make this strangled analogy work. But if you, if you hit it just right, there's a sound that the, it, the club makes when it hits the ball and a feeling that you have of like electricity where you're just like, wow. That was it. And then you tr line up the shot again, and then you try again the next time, and you may not get it, but you're yeah. chasing that feeling that you got that one time you hit the ball. And then as you practice, you get better and better, and you get you you get more consistent with that. But like doing like a really heavy, like hitting a PR, like a one rep max on like a clean, where you just take it into the hole and squat out of it, and you do everything right, and the physics are perfect, there is a crazy feeling that you get where you're like, oh my God, that's how it's supposed to feel. Like it was, yeah. you know, completely tight into my body. I got it just right. I squatted out of it. If I had been one millimeter off, I wouldn't even, been, I wouldn't been able to do the weight. I wouldn't have been close, but because everything lined up perfectly, I was able to do the maximum amount of weight that my body would allow. I don't know. It, it, it does. It, it lights up some weird part of your brain that, um, you know, especially because you've been failing so much going into that to where you've, you know, you're wrong, 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 wrong. And then to feel it just right. It's great. Maybe like swooshing a basket or something. I don't know. Yeah. It's like you're defying gravity. Like that's really the yeah. best way to, to describe. It's like you are, you're defining, you're defying physics and, and gravity. And I think you would get a kick out of that feeling, Aaron. I do. I do too. So I does do. Newton. I think I would, Newton. but it's just really annoying on the way. <laughs> it, it is. is. Yeah. It's maddening. <laughs> yeah. I, the other day I was like, cricket, I, you have to like, I need to like set a time aside just for this. Like, I just feel like I'm doing it wrong over and over and over. And what is that helping anybody? <laughs> so anyways, it, but videotaping is, it's good. And I just got a barbell of my own. So I think I can kind of play around ah. with it more at home. Cool. So that'll be nice. Well, if you want me to come over and, and go over some stuff with you, I'm not a trainer, <gasps> I but I'd be happy to impart whatever information I've learned from the masters to you. Yes, I accept on this podcast. I accept that. <laughs> That'll be uh, another episode we do. <laughs> you have to make sure you write down any other uh, euphemisms or sayings from old Papa Levy, because I'd like to hear... If you're going to be big, you got to be strong. I want to hear more. <laughs> that's the bumper sticker one for sure. Yeah, like yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's a great one. Well, my grandma always said pretty is as pretty does. Oh, you mentioned that to me once and I thought about it and I was like, ooh. I know. I don't know. Is it dark? I don't know. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. I just no, remember I would like good. run around screaming and she would go, pretty is as pretty does. And I'd be like, Bleh! I'll oh, never wait. die. I, I didn't realize how she was using it for you. I <laughs> oh, yeah. I was a psycho, but yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> I didn't realize I, it was a critique. I thought it was like something else. But yeah, yeah either way, it's fun. <laughs> I always think about that because that really isn't her personality any other time, but that was, she would definitely bring me back to earth with that. <laughs> you know, hey, here Where we did are. your grandma grow up? Well, she grew up in Florida. Um and then moved to Oregon. What Florida? Was there a southernness to her at all? She or? does have a little. Like I would say, she even still to this day has a southern accent. And I don't know. She like moved away from there when she was like thirteen or fourteen. So it 
you know, it stayed with her. Yeah, my grandma was in New York for a while, but she feels very New York. She grew up there, but but not forever, but like feels very New York. She's telling me that um they she never had an avocado till she went to California. Oh yeah, do, I believe that. That's yeah, very they didn't New have, York. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have like a refrigerated trucking, you know, like it was all different then. So you just you're mm-hmm. kind of like it was unique to the region and she said they call them alligator pears. Uh <gasps> Oh, Are that's you serious? Adorable. Yeah, alligator wow. pears. Yeah. I mean, longer to say, but I, I'll change. I'll, I'll, I'll change call it that. Um, Same. <laughs> Ashley, what about you? Where did your parents grow up? Were they East Coast all the way, or um... East Coast all the way? Like most of my family, ninety percent of my family are in uh, Long Island, or maybe in Queens, maybe in Brooklyn, maybe in Jersey, but all that area for sure. Now, what what changed for you when you came out to Cal? When did you come to California, and did did that change your approach to fitness and how you looked at all that stuff? Or well, there's a lot more opportunities out here for fitness, right? So, like, it was very hard for me to find an Olympic lifting gym in New York that wasn't a two and a half hour drive from where I was living in Long Island. Um, So I came, yeah. So I came out when I came out to LA. It was for my career, and. then just so happened that the health culture is incredible here. And really, I think it changed more than anything, like my eating and mm-hmm. because there's just and and like eating more vegetables. Like I've always been pretty into vegetables. I even did like a three month juice cleanse, like just straight up juice for, for three months in New York. But wow, I was I was a freak for doing that. I was a nobody understood what I was doing. Had I done it out here, they would have been like, oh, cool. Best of luck. Let us know if you need any. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've all been through it. Oh, you want to come to the farmer's market? Yeah. Like you are. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's Aaron and Stanger here. We had to interrupt the episode really quick because we want to talk to you guys about kickstarting your fitness in 2022. And uh, the way you're going to do that is with Caliber, sponsor we got for today's show. It's a one-on-one fitness coaching program that's entirely personalized to you. So basically what it is, it's like hiring an expert personal trainer, but all the coaching is done via live video calls and messaging. And that's done via Caliber's top-rated training app. No in-person contact involved. That's what people are kind of after these days. You do it all virtual and it's great. Yeah, I mean, truly with the ongoing uh, fever dream we're all in with COVID, it's nice to have this as an option to have um, to, to have somebody that's actually training you, focusing on you and not in person, which is, uh, I guess, how we're, how we're going in this world. So with Caliber, you get a dedicated top 1% trainer, a real person who creates a personalized training and nutrition plan just for you, which is huge. Your coach keeps you accountable by checking in with you, watching over your progress and customizing your plan as you go. Very cool. It's kind of like, um, it's, I guess it's prescient that we're doing this sponsor for today's show because we're talking about online workouts. And it is nice to go that one step further to where you're actually interacting with somebody, you're checking in with them, you know, and so we mentioned the virtual component of it. So instead of seeing a trainer for a few hours a week at the gym, you get to interact with your coach daily in the Caliber app, which uh, keeps you on track and it keeps you motivated. Yeah. And 
It really works. Caliber's program is based on science-backed training principles. So on average, members achieve a 40% improvement in their body composition by week 12, and Caliber members rate it a 4.9 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Those are, uh, those are good ratings, guys. Book your free consultation and get $100 off your Caliber coaching package by visiting CaliberStrong.com forward slash dumbbells. That's CaliberStrong.com forward slash dumbbells. All right, Bell Babies. Oh, Aaron's starting this one off today. We got a great new sponsor, Daily Harvest. Uh, yeah, dudes. It, very exciting to be partnering up with Daily Harvest. Let's be real. Uh, I think we can all up our fruit and veggie game. Yes. I know I certainly can. It's not the easiest thing in the world to do, Aaron. I get a little one track mind when it comes to veggies. Like I have the things I, I buy and can make easily. And that's kind of all I'm getting. So I'm losing the variety there because I'm just not inspired. Yeah, I am. A, I'm a broccolini girl and that is hard to find after the new year. I'll be honest in the stores. It's pretty much gone from, <laughs> so I've had to branch out and it is not fun. So that's why we are keeping our freezer stocked with Daily Harvest. Um, Daily Harvest is the easiest way to get more fruits and veggies into our days every day. And they've got your back, guys, because they're making delicious food that's good for you and good for the planet. Yes. Uh, so, so they're doing fun, innovative stuff to incorporate a lot of different kinds of vegetables in different delicious and easy ways and preparations that take the burden off of you, the home chef. Yeah. So they have like, they have like this like kale and sweet potato flatbread that I am loving. That is a way to get your kale in. That's, I, that's a hard one for me to eat just out the bag, you know? So this is like a sneaky way to get your kale in. They have broccoli and cheese harvest bowls, which again, I grew up with broccoli and cheese and kind of thought I would never see it again, but here it is back better than ever. Uh, yeah, so it's it's really cool because it's like um, you mentioned the harvest bowls and the flatbreads. They've got smoothies, and they're all done in this this interesting kind of packaging that make it simple with um, either the food already prepared for you or the ingredients for the smoothies done in a way that you just smooth them and then they're ready to go. Right. They've got these bites that we've been kind of going nuts for. Uh, yeah, that are really good. Banana and cacao bites, and they're like frozen little. They they feel like you're eating um, like chocolate chip cookie dough. That's what it feels like you're eating, but it's healthy. Yes, all healthy stuff with um, you know made with cashews and good ingredients. We also we also were talking about off air. They have chaga mushroom in there too, which is an adaptogenic mushroom. Uh, so yeah. a lot of health benefits from that. Um, so I've been enjoying the banana cacao bits or bites rather. And, uh, yeah, like all good stuff, it's been really fun and exciting to kind of try. And you're surprised at what vegetables they're packing into these things. Yeah. It literally takes minutes to prepare and never uses preservatives, added sugar or artificial anything. And that is, that goes for everything that they send you. Yeah. It's been fun for the whole family. Uh, my wife is really into soups. She really dug their tomato and zucchini minestrone soup. Um, all good stuff, guys. And uh, they're committed to uh, preserving and protecting the earth uh, for our current and future, future generations to come. 
and they use recyclable and compostable packaging, compostable packaging uh, to investing in organic farming practices and reducing food waste. So you can feel good about the choices you are making physically and for the environment. So Daily Harvest makes it easy to feel good about what I'm doing for myself and the planet. Go to dailyharvest.com slash dumbbells to get up to $40 off your first box. That's dailyharvest.com slash dumbbells for up to $40 off your first box. Dailyharvest.com slash dumbbells. It's 2022, guys. Uh, Help kickstart your New Year's resolutions with some delicious, healthy vegetables from Daily Harvest. And now back to the episode. I mean, chances are 14 to 15 out of 20 of the people you meet are on one already. (laughs) Right. I'm also on a juice. (laughs) But out in New York, you were a fucking go write a song, juice freak. (laughs) Literally, Uh, (laughs) like my dad, I remember like the moment, like I was on this cleanse, I was a month in and my dad decided to bring us all to friendlies, like me and my brothers and sisters. And I'm like, that's great. And friendlies, it's a regional thing. So it's kind of like a sit down, like fast, casual place, but it's all like junk food, like fries, grilled cheeses, stuff like that. Um, and I brought my two mason jars of juice and people were just staring at me <laughs> like, cause it, oh my gosh. it doesn't look appetizing. It's like sewer green, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> it's like pond scum. Yeah. But I'm just over there with my beautiful skin and just like killing it. <laughs> High energy. Yeah. 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 Like wasn't even looking at the stuff. And then, uh, and, and moving out to LA, I have a little bit of that feeling every day, if that makes sense. Not just those three months that I did the juice cleanse, but it's because I'm surrounded by all this beautiful, healthy food. What, what, um, how did you get onto this juice cleanse and were you juicing the stuff yourself or were you buying it through a place or? I was doing it. I watched uh, the documentary fat, sick and nearly dead. Uh, have you heard of this one? I I love the title. I I mean, it caught my attention because I was, I mean, what was it like 10, 12 years ago? It was like real popular on Netflix or something? Yes. It's like when Netflix like first came out as like an app on your television, it was like one of yeah. their, one of their like star documentaries. So I watched it and I was in a place where I was again, very, very heavy. I, I didn't know what to do. I was trying all these like diets and exercises that didn't work for me. And I was like, if this 40 year old Australian businessman has time to do a three month juice cleanse, and I was between uh, writing gigs at the time. I was like, this is what I'm going to do with my time. I'm going to do a three-month juice cleanse, and I'm going to see like what happens. And it was absolutely incredible what it did yeah. for me. It, it changed me, and I still feel the effects like of that juice cleanse now. I do maintenance cleanses like every mm-hmm. year or so. I, I'm kind of overdue now, but um, maybe before the wedding, although I don't like um, – I don't like that culture of like have to lose weight before the wedding. However, it made my skin look so freaking good. Like, yeah, maybe I'll just do a week before the wedding or something, you know, we'll yeah. see. I didn't know if we could talk about your wedding. Are you excited? Oh, of course. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. I would love to talk about it. Yes. And how I don't believe in dieting for the wedding. However, I Neither, believe in a yeah. juice cleanse. <laughs> Neither does Aaron, and Aaron got in trouble. A bunch of people got all pissed at Aaron about that. <laughs> Who got pissed at you? <laughs> Look, um, it just some people. Um, 
that just people listen off. people listen uh, people that listen to the show <laughs> oh i'm sorry listen listeners they, no, they later apologized um so i don't want to they don't they don't you know they're it's okay but i i did i did because i say similarly i was trying not to i was trying not to do a uh, diet but i was also trying to not gain weight because it was truly the pandemic and i was like what do you do other yeah, than eat and drink? Sure. Um, and so I, it was challenge. I mean, it was challenging and I, I like couldn't make myself diet, but I couldn't stop like gaining a little bit of weight every week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, you know, it was, uh, it was a, it was a trying time, but I did it and it's fine. Here's well, what I'll, I, I want to say about, Oh, go ahead. Yeah, Ashley. Sorry. No, I was going to say, and being stressed about it also doesn't help nah, you're in, right. in gaining right. the weight. So it's like, right. you're just perpetuating this awful thing, you know? Right. And I just liked, I was, I, I heard, um, I was training another client um, for her wedding, sort of like in and around her wedding and stuff. And she, her, one of her friends told me that she was like, it was nice to see her because she looked like fit, but like herself. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. that was a thing that I was like, oh, I like that thought of like, I just want to look like myself. I don't want to diet until I'm like the skinniest I've ever been. And I look like a skeleton and congrats to me. Like, you know, I just want to look like myself and feel good in my skin. So I think like, as you, you know, prepare for your wedding, I I hope you get that feeling and whether or not that includes a juice cleanse for your skin, you know, I understand. I think it's, it's, it's a weird thing to go through as like a bride to feel like every single thing has to be perfect all on one day. <laughs> There's like no other day like that in your entire life. No. no other time do you have to have nails, hair, makeup, skin, eyebrows, hair again, no, no acne on your back, no acne on your arms, no hair anywhere. Like, it's just like, everything has to be like, you're just like, Oh my gosh, this is so. Well, you want the hair on your head for sure. (laughs) (laughs) No, singer, it's new. It's a new fad. You want it all gone. (laughs) I I, I was going to say about, about weddings. It was, I'm joking. It wasn't that big of a deal with, but it's one of those things that can be very triggering for people. And I would say, um, that there's, there's too much of an emphasis that got placed on the kind of sport of dropping strange amounts of weight prior to your wedding, you know, like this crazy thing. And that kind of got celebrated. And then, you know, it became like this weird rite of passage to where, you know, you lose like a freaky amount of weight or anything. And it's like, wasn't healthy and it didn't seem right. That being said, for somebody that wants to watch what they're eating a little bit before their wedding or, you know, make sure yeah. that they're in shape or like, you know, Aaron, you what you wanted your back to look buff, you know, I mean all that shit. It's yeah. like, it's one anytime you have a day where you get like, everybody's watching you and you have to get a million pictures done. You want to look your best. So if you want a juice cleanse and you know, you fucking juice cleanse, you know, you want yeah. to, uh, yeah. You Certainly not for three months, back? not for yeah. three months. Cause then I wouldn't be able to work out and I love working out, but like, yeah. that's the only time yeah. in my life I'll ever do that. Cause it's the only time I had time for it. But like, I I'm completely with you. Erin, it is important to to look like yourself. Yeah. Like, I, I'm glad you looked like yourself at your wedding. I would be concerned if I was like, ooh, she looks a little bit gaunt or she looks yeah. a little yeah. bit, you know, like, I wouldn't say yeah. skinny. I would say gaunt because you're muscular anyway. So you'd end up yeah. having yeah. the Madonna, like, threadbare look, and I'm just not sure if... <laughs> That's for you. you. You're beautiful. You look great. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I think that that's, like, 
trying not to, I was already kind of in a pattern of nutrition and working out and I just tried to stay Mm -hmm. and and not go too crazy the other ways. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. I I think I think the challenge is if you can, you can use uh, like a big event like that to um, improve your health and expand yourself a little bit, because I think a lot of times weddings end up taking more than they give you, you know, outside of like whatever the spiritual (laughs) union is, but you like, I, I, well, I got married. I'm, I'm older than you guys. (laughs) I'm an old chunk of coal. You guys are young and beautiful, but I I remember like a hundred million years ago when I got married, we were, people were like, would spend crazy amounts of money. And like, it was like, people were talking about it. Like, you know, and obviously we didn't have that money to spend. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, why are we fucking participating in this rat race? Why not just, you know, throw a good party? And so we really challenge ourselves to kind of try to do that and be like, hey, we'll do some of this ourselves and we're not going to feel the pressure. That all fucking went out the window, of course. And then, <laughs> yeah, sure. And like by the end of it, we were like fucking hemorrhaging money. Yeah. We're like, any, <laughs> am- any amount, we'll spend it. You know, and it's like, we lost our limo. And I was like, I'll spend a hundred thousand dollars, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> Just like fucking mortgaging our futures. And then I remember yep. just feeling like fucking exhausted afterwards. <laughs> and then yeah. like, what the fuck happened? What, how did this happen? But maybe we were better so than most. So have fun at your yeah. wedding, Ashley. <laughs> Thanks. Well, I just but got hey. my wedding planner yesterday. So I have someone who. Uh, Good. You know what I mean? Takes a, a little yeah. bit of the load off of us. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Fucking hell yes. Separate, spread those duties out. Yes. Uh, Okay, so we should we should talk about this this thing. So I got it like I got to be honest with you guys. I watched it. I didn't do it yet because I have I do have COVID, Ashley. Um, <gasps> oh no! You don't dis- sound like you have COVID. <laughs> We're so here's my deal with it. I talked about it a little bit on our last episode, so I won't go. But I'll, I'm happy to answer any questions you guys have. Um, but I I I got I, it has to be Omicron. I don't know Omicron. I don't know. For, I didn't get that specifically that I, you know, or like the variant, I don't know how they test for that variant specifically, but just based on what my symptoms were and how, when I got it, cause it was so recent and that's what everybody was getting. And so luckily I had almost zero symptoms. Um, a little bit, like I can even hear myself now, like just a little bit nasally. And that mm-hmm. was pretty much it. I, I had like a crazy day of travel when I came, I got it from my parents and I had a crazy day of travel coming home from them. And so I, I couldn't tell if I was travel weary or sick. Turned mm-hmm. out I was sick. But I got all, all the way through, no real symptoms, felt fine, still isolated and quarantined. And then yesterday, I just got crazy nauseous, like uh, out, seemingly out of nowhere. And I don't know if I, it's just weird timing that like I, you know, I got something else that made me nauseous right at the end of like having COVID. But I did look and I did see that like nausea and, you know, upset stomach was like kind of a new, one of the newer symptoms connected to this new variant. So who knows any, and I should say like, I, I I had almost no symptoms. I did feel run down. Like I felt more tired than normal. Mm -hmm. And so I've been able to kind of like do some workouts, but this one would have, this one would have gassed me for sure. But I, I watched Mm -hmm. it. And I researched the John Wicks guy, obviously. And so I can't talk to you guys about what I saw from it, but I didn't experience it yet. So I just, full disclosure. 
Gotcha. Well, yeah, you sound great and, and you look great. Like the view, the listeners can't see you, obviously, but like you have color in your face, like you're very, you know, you're full of life, right. like you're not bedridden at all. I would never even have guessed you have COVID. Um, I did put some blush on before this, just to kid. <laughs> but he does normally. He does normally. So I wasn't sure. <laughs> he usually does it when we, you know, right before we start. So I get to see a little boop, boop, boop. Last looks. She gets to see rosy. last looks. Yeah. yeah, I do. Yeah. I don't even do last looks. Um, I didn't realize. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry you still are feeling, it was, feeling the shit. I, I, I maybe celebrated too soon. Cause like my wife hit my wife a little harder. My son a little mm. bit. Um, fucking everybody got it classically, you know, or like oh. right after our Christmas trip, everybody's totally fine. So there's no, no need to, for anybody to worry about that. But, um, I was like, man, I really, I'm one of those like silent spreader types or whatever. Like mm-hmm. if I hadn't known my family had it, I would have just been like marching around town, shedding COVID everywhere, <laughs> but, <laughs> but shedding COVID everywhere. But yesterday <gasps> was my most pronounced symptom. And like, I was like a little fucking nauseous from it. And it, like, even if I hadn't been nauseous, I, this, I bet this would have kicked my ass, this workout. So let's, so let's talk about it. We did. Yeah. Um, it was the, uh, 20 different movements in 20 minutes. Um, so walk us through Aaron, how do you want to break it down? Well, just, I would say, let's do like overall feelings. Like, um, like I'll say that I liked the guy's energy. Yeah. The body coach. I liked his energy, liked his accent. Where's he from? (laughs) He's, he's English. He's a cutie. That helps. Like, it's nice to have like a little cutie with a cute accent. You Uh know, you want that. Um, I could see why he's popular, I guess. He's very popular. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't see how many followers he has, but it, he, um, he was a suggestion from one of our listeners. Um, she said that she started using him um, for herself and then he does stuff for kids. Um, so she started letting her, that was her kids PE during the pandemic was this guy's kid workout. So, and I also, I did, uh, I did a kid workout too. I wanted to get extra credit if that's, you know, <clears throat> If that's up for grabs, I, I did do one little tiny extra. That's great. One. That's good for personal enrichment. There is unfortunately no extra credit for that. Aaron. Oh, come on. But I hey, Please, you got sorry. something out of it, but it's just, it's for you. You're not going to get any extra credit oh. from Ashley or me. Sorry. <laughs> Ashley, what are your, what are your overall thoughts on the, the body coach 20 minute workout? I mean, at the same, I really love a coach that makes you feel like no matter where you are physically and health that you can do these movements. And I love that he offered um, uh, adjustments. Like if you can't do a strict pull up, then do it on your knees like that. Like he offered a lot of opportunity for, for folks that maybe have issues and certain strengths and whatever. So, and yeah, his personality was great. Like very like positive, but not like annoyingly. So, cause that can yeah. really get to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, yep. that rah, rah, like I just, okay, like let's chill. Like no, <laughs> nobody's really like that. I don't think. Um, or maybe they are, I don't know, but no, I, I appreciated this because it, the whole workout took place in a very small space. And Mm -hmm. I feel like in the pandemic, a lot of people are dealing with that. I'm certainly dealing with that when I'm like in my studio, like my studio is great and has everything I need in it, but it doesn't necessarily have like a ton of like stretching room, but this is a workout I could do if I'm like, you know, just sitting at my desk for way too long and I need to just get the blood moving, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I appreciated that about it. I really did. 
Yeah, you really don't need much space for this. And mm-hmm. and the way he did it was absolutely no um, equipment as well. Right. So that was nice too. So if you have no equipment or, you know, he gave options for if you're a beginner or advanced. I think he said you could add weights to the movement. So I had, I brought out just a set of 12s just in case because I... I did it with my brother-in-law. My brother-in-law's in town helping out with um, Jason after surgery and stuff. And so he was like, can I join you? And I was like, sure, go ahead. And he's like 24 and he's in good shape, but he also like doesn't do this kind of workout, mm-hmm. which is like body weight, but also like cardio and stuff. And so we were doing like mountain climbers. And so you do 35 seconds and then you rest for 25 seconds. <laughs> and then 35 seconds, that 24 year old had to take a couple breaks on those mountain climbers. And yeah. I was like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> but he was like, he's like, my abs are weak, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, it, it was challenging. It was definitely challenging. And um, I tried to do like, if it offered a jump, I tried to jump because I hate jumping, but I was like, let's do it. We're here. Let's do it. I also like that in this workout specifically, there was no um, repeat moves that kind of made it like just count down. Yeah. Just 20 moves and then you're done. So that was nice. Just like if you're kind of in a hurry for time and you don't have a lot of space, this is a great workout. Uh, Yeah. And, And the 25 seconds off, I felt like was so important as someone who has like ankle mobility issues. It's like, sometimes I need a minute to just like realign my body and just like realize where I am in the space. So I really, I love workouts like that where it's like, okay, 30 seconds on 25 seconds off. Like it helped a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally with you guys on that. And you're right. uh, Aaron, there truly was no work. He said, yeah, if you want to scale it to make it more challenging, you can grab dumbbells, but you didn't need anything. Because some yeah. of those are like all stuff you can do at home. All you need is a sledgehammer, access to a rock quarry, <laughs> and you're just like, wait, what? Fucking yeah. at home, no. my ass. My or favorite like, is the dump, quote unquote dumbbell only workouts where they also have benches and stairs and like, and I'm like, yeah. that's not just dumbbells. That's you have more stuff. That's right. not fair. So now go onto your massage table and start with your masseuse. And you're like, what? This is supposed to be a fucking. Yeah. But he measures yeah. it out. It's He's so English, too. To, I do love it. Like, you'll notice here in this flat that I've rented that there's two meters of space on either side. A little, little bit of time, a little bit of time spent. But I like uh, he uh, he explains everything very clearly all in the 20 minutes. So he's using his rest time. And I, I was even like worried about him because I'm just watching this thing. And I'm like, John, dude, you better fucking rest. You're, you're demonstrating too many reps for these people while you're supposed to be resting. And I know yeah. you're going to get out of breath. And he did get a little out of breath. But he did. He'll, yeah. He'll demonstrate what you're supposed to do next. So I felt like it was always I wasn't doing it, but I felt like it was always clear. Like, this is what's on deck. This is what's coming up. This is how to do yeah. it. And then he would give yourself like he would give him like a show you a profile, show you the front way. So it was always really clear how to do what you're supposed to do next. And I didn't feel like you needed too much. I mean, like Aaron and I say, you always need to know how to do a good bodyweight squat. Pretty much any like home workout bodyweight thing you're going to do is going to they're going to build it around a squat because that's just the easiest, most available and probably most effective kind of home exercise you can do. And so a lot of this was leg centric. And so mm-hmm. I would say knowing how to do a squat and a lunge would help, but he gave you some really good cues on how to do that stuff and how to do it right. And then he did, I felt like break down 
where people do make mistakes. Like if you're going too much onto your toes or, yeah. or, you know, not, not shallow enough or, you know, how to kind of scale the depth if you need to also. Yeah. What, hearing, what were, Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say hearing him say things like, this is what it should feel like. Like that's helpful mm-hmm. because a lot of times in the workout videos, it's just, they're demonstrating, but like, it doesn't explain like, should you feel it in the balls of your feet? Should you feel it in your yeah. heels? Like that is so incredibly helpful. Yeah. That's a good point. What, um, what were he also the upper- calls it press ups? Oh yeah, press ups instead of push ups. I was like, that's cute. It's cute. I accept. Yeah, it's cute. Yeah. Oh, the upper body moves. Is that what you were gonna? Yeah. Ask? What were the upper body? So we had we had the press ups. Um, mm-hmm. We had. Uh, what what else was he I doing? Mean, let me see. You're always limited in what you can do with upper body stuff. I have it there in was- front of me just so like I could refresh my memory. But oh, there there was those um those jumping like kind of oh I, yeah they were like this yeah it's like you I were kind I of probably like, just ruined the sound on that but it was like um like kind of a, a jumping jack but your arms were a little more rigid mm-hmm. is that what you're talking about it looks like he's yeah. skipping and then he's making his arms go like he's forcing he doesn't have to make his arms go but he's forcing his oh, arms to yeah. go yeah. Yeah. Like the skiing kind of move, like yes, the ski dance. That that exact the ski dance. <laughs> That's what I call it. The ski dance. <laughs> that. Yeah, he did like the punching with the um the high knees yeah, he too. Did. But that's not like strength. That's like, you know. So yeah. I don't know. There that that would be I guess mountain climbers, you're on your arms using your body weight for that. And he oh, there was a plank, a forearm plank. A there forearm. was. Yeah. But uh, you know. And there was yeah. the um walking the toes out in back mm-hmm. in that kind of like plank variation and that like that'll get your shoulders firing a lot. Yeah, that's true. Oh, sure. So, so yeah, so, I yeah. would say push-ups and then uh and then those different kind of like plank variations. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, and then Ashley's right there was some arm movement stuff. So yeah. I guess if you're already like if your shoulders are a little gassed and you're doing some push-ups too, adding in like some arm variants will will at least get your shoulders firing. Mm-hmm. He did one that was like the monkey. Remember that? Yeah. Monkey. That <laughs> yeah. was my yeah. favorite. I enjoyed that very much. <laughs> my favorite was the, I called it the jumping jack knee raise with the clap under the leg. Like yeah. I was like, oh, uh, me and Chris were having a, a hilarious time doing those. He was like, I would never do these in public. <laughs> and that, so I, I couldn't got it do those. on video. So that's good. Oh, you I couldn't. I couldn't do those because my arms. I have a long torso and I have short arms, and so it was, and big boobs, and it was very challenging for me to. to you get. said <laughs> that's what you said to me. You have T Rex arms. I got T Rex <laughs> arms, dude. I got T Rex. <laughs> you sent you know? me that T Rex emoji. I love that guy. Yeah, that was the one. <laughs> that's good for weightlifting, though. Right. Yes. Yeah. Short distance. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Um, he did do a move I liked in, he did a, so this, the kid one I did was he was dressed as Spider-Man. He was <laughs> dressed as Spider-Man, the whole suit. Wow. And oh, he, with the he mask said, on? Yes, everything. Wow. And I was like, How was the audio? going to die. The audio was fine. Oh, he wow. just kept saying it was, it was a quick workout. I think it was eight minutes was the, um, it was the same style. It was like eight moves. 35 seconds on 25 seconds off same style, but he's wearing this whole entire Spider-Man outfit. And he is like, he just says after every move, Oh, it's hot in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he did do a push up, 
and then a shoulder tap each oh, yeah, time yeah, you did a push cool. up, and I was like, oh, I kind of like that. I've, I have I, push ups are hard for me, and I I like to do things like that to make it a little different. It tricks my brain into not just despising them. We are uh, anything. We are calling them press ups for this episode, please. Aaron. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> press up to shoulder tap. Yeah. Please, but he did that one for the kids, and it was really cute. Uh, yeah, that's cool. He, yeah, and he's Ashley. I think you're right. He's not. He's not too annoying. He doesn't try too much philosophy in any kind of. An, there's a little. Yeah. Uh, the theme, you know, continues to be commitment. Uh, it's about that's as much as he really tried to like lay on you. Was like, yeah, all right, commitment. <laughs> I, sure, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we don't need any. I don't need any fucking. I don't need anything else from you. No, if you need a if you need a lecture, there are plenty of people for that. You know, on social media and everything for health lectures, but not this guy, which I yeah. appreciate. Me yeah. too. So, would you guys uh, try something else by him? Did is this? I a, think I would if I were in a situation where I was like really didn't have any equipment or very minimal equipment. I'd be curious to see what he has because I did get a good, I worked up a sweat. I got a good workout out of it. So, or like any other kind of like hotel room type of, cause I do a lot of like writing camps, not now, but like, you know, when we were traveling a lot in this world, uh, you know, it's good. It's good to know if the gym sucks that you could always like make it work somehow. <laughs> yeah. Two meters of space around you, and that's all you need. That's it. Aaron, Maybe a couple soup cans, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aaron, what about you? How about as a trainer? I mean, I, it's cool just to see 20 different movements, right? It's just like- Yeah. I, yeah. I wrote a couple down where I was like, hey, I could, you know, I could use this with my clients. I think I, think I would definitely go back to him. I enjoy- like I have started calling myself a pandemic trainer as you know, I have a pandemic puppy. I became a trainer the month before this started. So like, I don't have a super, like people have asked me for recommendations for like Los Angeles trainers. And I'm like, I have, I have nothing. I have people online. Cause that's like the community that I can go to for new information, new moves, um, kind yeah. of like learning to teach. Cause that's a, that I did like his, like, um, his just like hearing a different way a trainer teaches and like how they explain where the weight, where to feel the weight. How do you explain a lunge properly? Um, even in like with the kids, cause that is something I want to do eventually, um, is help with training youth age kids and, you know, having those options on there for, you know, it was more geared toward like actual children, but it was like, instead of a squat, you're ducking, you know, it's just like oh, fun. Cool. It makes it fun. And so I, you know, you're doing side lunges, but you're Spider-Man like with your web coming out of your wrist, you know? So it's like, I, I enjoyed sort of like it's learning that press up. different you're standing up after a, a supervillain kicked the shit out of you. That's right. Right. You may it's want not to work exercise. On yeah. It's not. It's not. It's you may fun. want to shorten that exercise in that title. I don't know. I'm just, we're just workshopping it, but yeah, I riffing. like that. Yeah. So that I, I, I enjoyed him and I think I would, uh, there, I just like kind of be bopped around his YouTube page. Cause that's another thing with being like, I don't know how to really expand and I don't know that I really want to go that route of a YouTube page, but it does seem interesting to me. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed kind of seeing like his vibe in it and he's not doing anything earth shattering, which is, I think what I feel like you have to do if you're going to start something like that. <laughs> like, I'm like, Oh, you should have like 
some brand new information. It's like, no, people just like want to find a person that they vibe with and isn't too annoying to them. And then they work out with them. So I still like having Chris, um, work out with me and watching his form. It is still something where I'm like, it is important for, I think everyone to have a trainer in their life at some point to just help them with those basic moves for their body, where their squat stance goes naturally, where their lunges go, where like how like their push-ups look, all of that stuff. And then having that knowledge to have something like this so that you're, cause like I was watching Chris's lunges and I was like, Oh my God, like, please stop doing that. Like, let Oof. me help you. And so it's just like, just, if you're just a person trying this, you might not know how off your form is and you might hurt yourself. So that's like, I always come back to, you don't have to have a personal trainer forever, but it is nice to have somebody that can help you find mm. your way and then take that and go from there. Yeah. It seems like, it seems like there would be some benefit to, let's say you have like your YouTube page. <laughs> I feel like an old person. Yeah. <laughs> you have your YouTube page. Um, <laughs> But uh, that you, if you had like, start with this. <coughs> oh, COVID. COVID. Where, where, where it's like, <laughs> it's start with this, you know, to where like, before you do any of my workouts, I want you guys to do this eight minute thing. And it's literally you just doing like your squat, your lunge, your this, like, you know, six, six movements. That'll be the foundation of pretty much everything you do. Right. And that should be like really accessible and available. It may be on these people's pages somewhere, but it, yeah, I, I didn't buried. notice. Yeah. I didn't notice it pop up and it would be great if that was like pinned, like start right. with this, you know, right. Click here, go. subscribe, hit like right. mention <laughs> a lot of fingers pointing. That's what you, you guys listeners can't see. <laughs> you know what else? So, I, yeah, you I know, think that's a good idea. You know what else I was thinking too? You're talking about how, um, trainers that you, you don't know where they are location wise. It's like, well, these are resources that I use. What if they're like Max Hedrum? Like they don't even exist. They're just, you guys remember Max Hedrum? No, <laughs> no both of us have the blankest faces is before your time. It was like early <laughs> on, him. like it was like early on, like CG stuff. And like, he just existed as like a DJ on a screen. <gasps> This guy. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. What was he about? <laughs> That's so funny. They had like a show like Max. What Hedrum. a reference. Oh my God. Um, that or like Simone. Did you ever see that movie with Al Pacino where he uh, was like an agent and he just makes up like a, a starlet uh, named Simone, but it's, and she becomes really popular and he puts her in movies, but it's just, it's all computer generated. It's like computer she generated. She yeah. doesn't really wow. exist. It's like Black Mirror. Is that what that well, that's was? happening in Japan now, guys? Just FYI. Um, it is. Really? Oh yeah, there are a ton of like CGI bands, like VR bands that like I've actually been asked to write some music for these people, and it's like it they're fake. They're like cartoons. Wow. Cartoon. Yeah. Like the gorillas. I mean, Sort of, yeah, except it's like you have to like buy a certain amount of um, albums or singles or something like that. And then you get to kind of like have interactions with this band. But it's a very, you know, it's not really a real interaction because it was made previously. It's very, it's crazy. It's crazy it, what's it, happening. Oh it, but everybody knows that that's what you're, you're just letting yourself be part of the fantasy. 
right? They're not trying to trick anybody or is there, is there some They're not trickery? trying to trick anybody. They're not yeah. trying to trick, but everybody is very much accepting these tricks these days with VR and stuff, you know? So yeah. The next I mean, some things, some people like just want it. They know they're getting their mind messed with and they just want it. It's like, you, yeah, they don't mind. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, it's like, like you could job me. I don't care. Well, it's safe. That's why it's much easier than reality. Yeah, you're right. I always wonder too, maybe you guys can explain this to me. You know, those girls that would chase like Justin Bieber and stuff. Mm-hmm. What, yes. what would they do when they got him? <laughs> They wouldn't try to make him fall in love with him. Them, like in a mall. Like, say you were chasing Bieber and you fucking caught him. What would you do? Like, (laughs) have you guys ever seen um, the Saturday Night Live bit with uh, Chris Farley interviewing uh, um, Paul McCartney? Oh yeah, great! I love that's what would happen. That like, (laughs) remember when you were in the Beatles? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, Justin, do you want to do you want to hear about a time I chased down a, a, a man? Yes. Yes. Where I literally chased him. I was in, I was 16. I was 16 years old. I was in love with this guy. He played tenor saxophone. I played trombone. He had graduated. He had graduated high school and he had gone to the college in my town. And so I went to, we went to a jazz festival at that college and I knew he was going to be there. And I had a plan that I was going to tell him I had liked him. And so I thought he was leaving for the day. He had his, he had a suit, he packed up and he had his saxophone in his hand and he's leaving. And so I was like, I told all my friends, I was going to profess my love to this guy. I have to do this. So I run, I run and I was not in shape. I'm running after this man. And I was like, Josh, Josh, I like yelled his name. We have not like we have barely spoken like it's like cordial spoken to like like hi like literally like that's it like hi oh yes can you move your instrument yeah I, can you your stand is in my way great like that <laughs> I run I'm running I have butterfly clips in my hair I have blue eyeshadow on and my blue polar fleece from Old Navy and I am running after this yeah. man <laughs> gotta match your makeup to oh your fleece God. gotta You're match your makeup too. And, um, and so I had to look cute for this moment. And so then I just, I, I, he turned around and he was like, yeah, <laughs> and I was like, um, um, do you think I like you? Cause I no. don't is what I said. Cause I don't. That's what you said. Uh huh. And he went, um, I don't know. And I said, well, I mean, because like, I don't even know you. So like, well, how could I even like you? Because like, I don't know you. And like, I would like to know you, but like, I don't. So. Wow. So that's what a girl will do. If she catches <laughs> Justin Bieber, she will implode internally and then try to survive. Wow. And so that's why Justin Bieber is not worried because like one in a, like a million girls will like do something absolutely insane. But like most girls will just implode <laughs> implode wow what a story just, that's just story. do you think i like you because because i don't um because how can i because i don't know you anyway i chased a man i mean the logic is pretty sound i love you already like it's formulating an argument like if you get accused of liking this guy yes yes yeah <laughs> let me just hedge you off at the pass right there this wasn't because yeah. i like you at all how could i Aww. i don't even fucking know you josh <laughs> Yeah. So You're anyway, accusing yourself and you talked yourself <laughs> off the ledge. No. <laughs> no, I know. 
<laughs> Anyways, Damn. wow. How did we get there? He's um, a listener now, so I guess he's finally... Uh, oh, I hope so. You know, I... You know, I I tested my little like freak self on just the way I <laughs> tried to get him to like me for absolutely it was with no reaction. Just <laughs> just the amount of things I tried that I thought you know. How, how old were you again in, for this? I was sixteen. Sixteen. Hmm. Yeah. <sighs> Not. Yeah, as- but I was a uh, like I've said I was a late a late bloomer, and uh, so this was just the beginning of my insanity so uh, catch me on the moth telling more sad stories actually, about my uh, love life any embarrassing uh professment of love stories uh yeah so i went to a kelly osborne thank god, concert honestly, thank god okay. yeah this is great this this is I, I don't know if it beats that but it's certainly um my love language uh so i went to a kelly osborne concert when i was 16 years old and the guitarist, Devin, I didn't know his name was Devin at the time. I had to like do crazy research for it. But I was like, oh, my God, this man is the most perfect man I've ever seen in my life. Oh, my God, I think I'm in love. Oh, my God, I'm like freaking out. And he's like the <laughs> guitarist of Kelly Osbourne's band. So he's like not the most super famous guy. So I'm like, huh, maybe I can like talk to him or something. Sure. And then at the last, you know, at the end of the show, they're throwing out guitar picks and I caught Devin's. And I was like, this is a sign. This yeah. is a sign. Oh. I got the signs are the best when you're 16. Oh man, the universe was telling me you have to write a, a song for this man, and <gasps> then you have to. And this is MySpace days, right? So I, yeah. I found his MySpace. He was on there, so I wrote this song, and it's still like it holds up. It's like a pretty good song. Um, and I found his email somehow. I think I'm an internet sleuth. I think I was like very early. Hell on. yeah! <laughs> I'm just realizing this about myself, but um. I send him this song and I'm like, hey, uh, you don't know me, but I saw you at the Irving Plaza show, Kelly Osborne, and uh, I wrote this for you. I hope you like it. And I click send. Um, so it was, <laughs> and then I, I, for a week, I'm like vibrating with like, oh my God, did I embarrass myself? Am I going to be married to this man in three years? I don't know. Like, well, <laughs> Yeah. It could go either way. I don't know because I'm not physically there and I don't know how he's receiving this song, which actually takes a lot of pressure off, which hats off to you. You did it in person, um, which. Hey, hats off for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, that takes a whole nother type of nerve. Um, this was me just sitting and waiting. And then I get an email back from him a week later and he's like, haha, sounds good. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's so perfect. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. That, oh, that's, that's real. It? That's it? Ha sounds good. Yeah, because he probably didn't know how to deal with this shit either. So it's like, like sure. you know, and I was like, oh, crap. There were about five other guys I had crushes on that I was working on anyway. So I was like, okay, <laughs> that one's done. <laughs> that one's done. We'll put that uh, to pasture. Let's move on. Oh, but man. you got a good song out of it, sounds like. I mean, any at that age, it was like any excuse to write a song. Yeah. But then yeah. after that, I was like, I'm never writing a song for a man ever again. And it never happened. Oh. For real. Wow. Never That's wrote good. a love song ever again. It never happened. A little well, bit Devin, of- Devin, if you're listening, send a better response. Just a little bit better. <laughs> and hey. we could get some more love songs out of Ashley. All right. It, so it sounded good. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
you should have had, if only you had Aaron coaching you, you would have known to have said, this song is not for you. How could it possibly be for you? I saw you at one fucking concert. Do you think this song's going to be about you, dude? <laughs> it would have been a voice think memo. the song is about you, and it's not. Yeah. It's for sure not, okay? It's absolutely not. I, I'm good at that. I got a lot of shitty ones. None, of, none as good as your guys. I think I told Aaron this story already, but it's on my mind, so I'll just tell it really quick. But... I, I had this girl that I was really in love with um, named Paige. I, I loved her all the way through school. She wore her hair short, which I thought was really cute. And um, always like always the same. Like she was the one girl I knew that would have that would wear a sh- short haircut. And it was never a phase like it was her look. So I always kind of loved her. And uh, she's always dating different guys at the time. And a lot when I was like a lot older and like had gotten back or was maybe visiting from college. I was feeling myself a little bit more like I was like, I'm a, I'm a fucking grown up now. What? I fucking play sports. Yeah. I'm, you know, <laughs> I got a lot of stuff going on. I'm Olympic weightlifting now. She's going to be interested <laughs> in hearing about that. Um, and so we were at this cabin, a friend's cabin as like kind of a big group. And I, she was single at the time and I was single at the time. And I thought this is, I mean, this is the time, you know, we're at this cabin. Yeah. It's romantic. <gasps> And so we were kind of like by ourselves and she was very friendly to me. And I, you know, I'm interpreting it as some interest, but I mean, we just had tons of context because we grew up together pretty much. And so I'm like, she'd be very friendly with me. And so, uh, we were like really close with each other. (laughs) And I think like maybe was giving her a back rub. Maybe, I don't know. That's all. That means you were, but you're embarrassed. I can't That's remember. I can't remember if I was or not, but it's all very terrifying to think of now. But uh, <laughs> and uh, I understand. She was telling me, and so I was like, "I'm going to say, like, I'm just going to say, like, I like you, and I've always liked you, and you know, maybe we should, you know, kiss or something." Um, you know, oh my more, gosh, I'm invested in this story. Yeah, I've yeah. not heard this. Thing. I'm I'm working it out, and so. We're, we're, we're in close proximity is what I'm trying to say. And she says, can I tell you something kind of weird? And I was like, yeah, like I'm immediately thinking like she's thinking the same thing that I am. Like, this is incredible. This takes a lot of pressure off of me. Um, I'll just be able to say like, I kind of feel that too. So she says, this is, this is super weird. Uh, your smell, uh, reminds me of my cousin's house. (laughs) And I was like, well, uh, that's it for romance because <laughs> you don't want to be, uh, you don't want your stink to be connected to somebody's house. Like a person's house should never smell like anything outside of like good candle smells or something. <laughs> right. So right away, that just means you stink like my cousin's house. And so, <laughs> oh my gosh. For, so you read that as a, a no fly. Yeah. Zone. Yeah. I don't think that that's how you in, uh, invite romance. Is by well, you wouldn't want that anyway. True. You wouldn't yeah. want her to be turned on from that, certainly, because that exactly. would be very, very true. Yeah, great point, <laughs> Ashley. That's a good way to look at it. <laughs> yeah, I immediately Dodged felt. <laughs> I immediately felt uh, shame that I stunk like her fucking cousins, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh wow. God, what do I smell like? Soup or something, or like some kind of like." <laughs> soup smells so bad like why does soup get such a bad route because it does smell weird if it's not soup and it smells that way it's a bad sign it's a bad sign exactly yeah (laughs) wow that's a great story that is a that's a good story stanger good job yeah Oh, you closed out that that little round of stories. Now, Aaron, you've good. been in close proximity to me. Do I smell like a cousin or a soup or a house <laughs> or anything? 
I don't think so. <laughs> not not anymore, but I can't speak to, you know, college stinger. Hopefully I grew out of it. Uh, yeah. Well, listen, uh, Ashley, this has been a treat. We can't thank you yes. enough for coming and joining us and talking about, um, what is it called? The, what's his name? The, body Coach. The, the Body, body coach. coach. The Body yep. Coach TV on YouTube if you guys want to check it out. He's all getting a recommendation for us. Um, we try it. I would recommend it to people. Uh, Ashley, is there anything that you'd like to plug at this time? Well, to plug, well, um, I have an album coming out in July, 2022 under a different name. Cause my name is changing as I'm getting married and that is my decision to do so. And it is going to be under Ash Gordon. So if you guys follow me on Instagram right now at Ashley Levy, that will eventually change, but you can keep up with like what's going on with my music. Love it. I, isn't the name Ash Gordon, like freaking cool. It's, it's cool, cool as, as hell fuck. because it's I, cool as fuck, I love really um, the, the movie flash Gordon. Well, and that's, that's what we're playing off of. Right. Yeah. So I have actually, I, as we speak now, I have a jacket being made. That's going to be like my bachelorette party weekend jacket. It's a white jacket that says Ash Gordon in the background. It's a fringe seventies, white, crazy jacket. And it's like the same font as Flash Gordon. So we're going Hell there. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love it. Aaron, oh. have you seen that movie with Sam, no, Sam Jones? The D-Lo D- it's, it's great. You'd love it. You, you, watch you it. guys should watch it. If Jason, ha- I'm sure Jason has seen it, but you guys should watch it together. Like it's so camp fun and it looks amazing. And yeah. it's, it's good and bad and everything. It's, it's really I mean, like I said, we've been watching, we, uh, we started Handmaid's Tale and it's, it's hard to watch. And so I'm like, I need those little sprinkles of fun. Other, this would be a good palate cleanser. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll take, I'll take that wreck. Thank you for sure. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. This was a blast. It's very rare. I get to talk about like my fitness journey since I'm so entrenched in music. So this was really, really fun for me. No, it was great. Ugh, it was good to talk you. Olympic weightlifting. We haven't talked about it much on the show, you know, outside of, um, you know, it being little pieces of other workouts. So it was cool to have like a little bit of a deep dive on that and get your perspective. Um, yeah. So it was great. And for us, if you guys have a question for us or a recommendation or you want to brag in a safe space, maybe you have an embarrassing love profession. Uh, is that right? Profess? Profession, yeah, profession, yeah. profession, profession of love. Yeah. Yeah. Is that is that right? <laughs> Sounds like a job. Of love. Like a job. Uh, profession of love. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great song uh, you, title. <laughs> you can reach there us at askthedumbbells at gmail dot com. We got it on Gmail, guys. Ask the dumbbells at gmail. Uh, social media. What do we got, Aaron? At the dumbbells everywhere you get social. We got the, we got the dumbbells. We found it. We got it. Ash, yep. Le- Ashley, Le- Le- Ashley Levy was taken, so we had to go with the dumbbells. <laughs> we had to you go see, it's hard to dumbbells. say. It's very yeah. hard to say my name. I'm very happy to change it. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't Ashley guess that Levy. it would be hard, but it is. It is. You, f- you feel like twister. there's one too many ex- uh, Lees in there. It's also like with Aaron McGowan, it's a lot of like, ah, 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 ah. like it's almost like people are like, what did you sneeze? What'd you say? Aaron McGowan. Aaron Mc- so people want to do Aaron McGowan because that makes it 
sound right. McGowan. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, Aaron McGowan, but it's just Aaron McGowan. You know, whatever. Anyways. Aaron McGowan sounds like you're saying <laughs> something with an Australian accent. Say it again. Aaron McGowan? That's <laughs> I don't know why I thought I could suddenly do an Australian <laughs> accent for the first time in my life right here. Well, Ashley, we love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. And please come to my house and teach me to Olympic lift. Clean and jerk, baby. Let's go. Okay. So (laughs) on behalf of myself and Aaron McGowan and our wonderful guest today, Ashley Levy, soon to be Ash Gordon, we like to remind everybody that's out there listening to Train Dirty. Eat clean. And live in between. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.